faith-based experience on love. Bad. 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 Life-based experience on love. Welcome to the Pum Pum Chronicles. I am your host, Badass Jones, offering personal advice and life-based experience on love, sex, relationships, intimacy, with a little Jamaican flair. Welcome to the Pum Pum Chronicles. I'm sitting here thinking, 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 sitting on the veranda, soaking in the sun, listening to the birds chirp, smoking a big fucking spliff. But I'm sitting here thinking, 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 as the dogs bark in the background, the butterflies fly through the bushes and the trees and the flowers. And as I sit here soaking up the sun, I'm thinking, thinking, thinking. Hmm. I always have the need to fuck myself when I finish smoking. Even in the smallest or simplest of ways, even just discreetly rubbing my nipples, reaching my hand down between my thighs, squeezing, squeezing. Whenever I smoke, I always have to fuck myself. The high (laughs) unleashes the beast. Everyone has those moments. I don't even think it's necessarily about getting high, but I definitely think the high intensifies the sexual feeling and sexual arousal. So I'm sitting here thinking and shaking my thighs, trying to contain my excitement because I'm still smoking. And it's always such a dirty type of orgasm that comes with it. The type that has me thinking all kinds of fucking dirty thoughts. The kind that has me thinking and saying dirty, dirty, salacious things in my head. It's really interesting. I'll tell you guys a secret about me. I often go into um, what I call boy mode. And so instead of the norm, I hear things like, suck my fucking cock. You like that fucking cock down your throat. It's as if I'm hearing this voice talking to me, instructing me, talking to me dirty and those And it's definitely intensified by the high. Not to say that I don't hear the same sort of discussion. I know I sound crazy. (laughs) But it's not to say that I don't hear the same sort of discussion in my head when I masturbate normally. But when I'm high, there's a different type of aggressiveness. I think it's the aggressiveness that I suppress in myself. It definitely comes out when I'm high. No toys, no tools, no apparatus, not even penetration. I don't even finger fuck myself. I fuck the mound right above the clit, like the very top of the pussy, the fat pom pom area <laughs> that covers the hood skin, that fat pom pom area that sits there. That's where I rub. That's where I apply pressure. Mm-hmm.
in the way that I fuck myself. It's definitely different when I'm hush. And I'm sitting here thinking, thinking about how much I'm going to enjoy it. Jamaica is such a beautiful country. I don't know how many of you have been here, how many want to come here, and how many intend on coming here, but I promise you, you will not be disappointed. Um, I would say not to come in November like I did, because it's rainy season, but if you come in North American spring, depending on what you know, uh, state you're in, if you have four seasons, but you want to come let's say anywhere between March and August. <laughs> yeah. The fruit, the people, the culture, the greenery and vegetation and naturalness. Yo, I said maybe I'm crazy, but even I think the air smells different. It's just a different kind of vibe. And their idea of cold is like sweater weather. Where when they have on sweaters, I'm wearing shorts because it's still hot to me. But mind you, I also live in Canada, so <laughs> for them, you know, cold is cold, and for me, their cold is warm. Sitting here thinking, the food—that's another thing. Okay, so you know, Jamaica grows some of the best weed on the planet. Not like you know, it, it's it's a nice, intense high without making you feel fucked up and out of control, but you just feel mellow and your whole body is tingling. That's what I feel right now. From like literally the tips of my toes to my scalp, my body is tingling like this chill, chill sensation. But when you when you eat here, like food under normal circumstances tastes great in Jamaica, but you see when time you bona spliff, bona little says, Burn a little cali weed, <laughs> and you get even just a little bit high. So the food tastes nice times ten. <laughs> it's like if any of you have ever had like oxtail with rice on peas. It's like when you ask the lady for a little extra gravy, and she doesn't malice you, and she literally gives you enough gravy that would have been like a small soup. You understand what I mean? Like that, the food is nice like that. <laughs> when you're and that's and even people who I know don't smoke, who would never smoke, if they visited Jamaica, they bun because they understand it's a different kind of experience. Like everything is on ten. The food upon ten. If you have like soursop juice or pineapple juice or even orange juice from here, you know what I mean? It's on ten. It just tastes sweeter. It tastes like you bit into an orange without the peel and all the extra things that go on before you squeeze it, right? You know, if you fuck, blood clot. That the fuck has to be the sweetest fuck of your life. life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I'm sitting here smoking and thinking. And thinking and thinking and thinking. I'm really happy to be home. <laughs> I don't know. It's always weird when I was a kid, we were never really exposed to... Jamaica, my mom kept us really far from it, but when I got to an age of understanding and learning for myself, um, especially when I started coming to Jamaica, coming home became an addiction, coming home became a must, coming home became near to like breathing, 
you understand like coming home was everything coming home is where i needed to go to feel grounded mind you i've lived in canada most of my life but going home to jamaica is where i get grounded and if i can you know if i can my minimum is is i think at least amount of times i've gone home in the past 10 years is maybe once the most in one year was six no i wasn't running drugs <laughs> no i wasn't i just had like my, my income bracket was very high at that point let's just say um but i have to come home at least twice a year you know um it's a must <laughs> almost finished my spliff and I'm sitting here thinking 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 <laughs> I'm gonna enjoy fucking myself and no one's around so I might even yell out a little bit and really intensify the orgasm thinking Thank you for joining my TED Talk. I'm your host, AJ Badass Jones. And those were my high thoughts. Wherever you are, whatever it is that you're doing, I hope that you are all well. Bless up yourself, pum pum posse. Stay safe. Stay great. Do amazing things and be amazing out there. We'll see y'all next week. More high thoughts, thinking, thinking, thinking. I spoke to a man yesterday, and he and I had met a couple months back when I was in Jamaica. He was on his way to Mississippi to meet for the first time a woman that he had been dating online. And, you know, we had a good conversation in the car on our way to the airport. So this is the first time I'm seeing him since July. And he told me that things didn't work out between him and the lady. So when I asked why, he said the main reason is because she didn't bathe regularly. And if anybody knows Jamaicans and you know anything about Jamaicans, especially Jamaicans in Jamaica, they bathe a minimum two times a day. One in the morning before they leave to go to work and usually one in the evening before bedtime. So I know for him, being a Jamaican man, to date a woman who bathes a couple of times or a few times a week, white people, um, that was an issue. So he tried to overlook it, you know, um... But he said, you know, after a while, she tried to be, like, domineering. And <laughs> so, of course, maybe because I'm an asshole. I say to him, did you give her all the dick on the first go? And he's like, how you mean? No mas? I'm a woman. I said, okay, so that's the problem. I said, she's a white lady. 
and albeit she's only ever dated black men. That dick, good Jamaican dick. Well, I said, so you made love to her, like look in her face, kiss her. He's like, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm gonna do my thing. And I said, okay, so that's your problem. I said, you can't, you can't fuck her like you're in love with her and expect that she's not gonna be in her feelings. You know what I mean? Worse if you have like a good size to you. You're you're asking for that problem, you know. <laughs> I would say until you have a fully established relationship, you can't just assume that everybody can take good dick. Because for a lot of women, I'm going to say it, and I may get in trouble, a lot of us carry our feelings in our vagina. We carry our feelings in our pum-pum. And once you hit that pum-pum spot, and, you know, you start to tap on that, and it starts to wet up the place, and you start to feel like your eyes are rolling back in your head, yeah, you get in your fucking feelings. So if you go there as a man now, in gratitude for meeting this woman, you know, and having this woman love you and send for you and all these things, you're gonna you're gonna give her the work. You're gonna give her the business. You're gonna put little extra little extra grave upon ox steel, right? <laughs> you're gonna go in and you're gonna do your thing and you're gonna mash up her head. But you you have to prepare yourself for mash up head expectations, right? She is definitely going to be in her feelings and you're going to have to manage that. Because you should have you should have proceeded with caution. Right? And I know when we get into a new relationship and it's and it's euphoric and everything is moving nice and your feelings are on 10. Of course the first time that you have sex, make love, fuck, have intimacies you know, you're, you're, you're going to show out. You're absolutely going to show out. But you have to be mindful of what the showing out could cause. Because as much as people think that they're good with certain things, a lot of people don't have themselves mentally and emotionally in check when it comes to sexual intimacy. And it's very easy for people to mix up all of their feelings and everything has traveled south where the blood is engorged, whether it's on a male-identified person, a female-identified person, whatever gender it is that you identify as. The blood flow, when we're excited, all goes in the same direction, goes down. <laughs> Above the knees, below the groin. But it all, it all travels downwards, right? So it's like you have to be mindful now, mind you, it's also the pe- person who's on the receiving end. It's their responsibility to make sure that they don't get so caught up that, you know, they they can't function or they're trying to establish dominance because they know in the bedroom they don't have dominance or whatever the case may be. But, you know, somebody. Somebody, good or bad for what comes next. So he says she started doing things like, you know, restricting where he's going or one of the days before he left out, she's going to ask him, you know, if he cleaned. And I was like, oh, so she's looking for a slave. <laughs> I said, you know, honestly, she just, she wants to know that she has a firm position in her life and maybe she's not going about it the best way. She's not going about it the best way, clearly. There aren't that many Jamaican men, especially ones that are just like fresh, fresh from here. They don't take dominance well. There's a way to to be dominant with them and talk to them, 
But if you're gonna talk to them like they're you're you're buying them or they're their kids, are them a picnic, then yeah, that's not gonna go over so well. So I say all this to say, or I said all that to say, as a as a man, as a male identified cisgender heterosexual male, you know, or or you could be a gay male as well. If you're fleeing cocky in on somebody, you have to be mindful of the type of dick you're giving them, of the type of dick down you're giving them, of the type of orgasms you're pushing their body to, to achieve, of the things that you're pushing their body, especially if it's things that they haven't experienced before. You're going to have to expect <clears throat> there might be a little bit of madness and delirium that comes with that dick. I'm trying to think if I've ever been, I've been dickmatized. That, that we, we call it, pumpumatized, dickmatized. I have been dickmatized. It's not a nice place. I don't like that place. It makes me feel jealous and paranoid and I don't like that. I have fallen victim to it. Just sitting here thinking, 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 thinking. Wanting a midday spliff. <laughs> I'll be back. What? <laughs> like now you now you're shy? Oh, I am high as fuck. <laughs> but the good kind of high. I'm not top shelf high anymore. I was up there a little while ago, but I'm like middle shelf high now. I still have my have my wits about me more so but having a discussion about penis remember a long time ago we talked about there's different grades there's penis there's cocky there's wood and there's pipe and you need to know which of the categories you fall into but when you come across one that's like like a good healthy size piece of cocky oh my goodness and it's got a curve you know let me correct myself it's not a curve it's a fucking hook like, it curves so deep that it rests against his body when he's standing up straight. It curves. It curves like a banana naturally curves. Because, you know, bananas are never straight. But you sometimes get those bananas that have, like, the deeper bend and the ones that kind of, like, you know, trail off. One of them there. Now, I know it's not because I'm high. Because, you know, when you fuck around and you play and you foreplay and all these kind of things... The sensations are heightened when you're high. But it's not, it's not, it's not that. This is just, you know, just follow me for a minute. I'm very aware of myself sexually. From kissing, to touching, to licking and sucking on nipples, to biting different parts of the body, to elicit a response, to make you feel something in one part of your body that you never felt before, but it resonates somewhere else on your skin. You know, like you feel that kind of, Everything stands up on your body. <laughs> you can say something. I'm not alone. I have company, but he's choosing to be silent. <laughs> he's just smiling. <laughs> but this conversation is about the piece of wood that's attached to his body. Because when you see him, he looks really unassuming. He pretends like he's quiet. You know what I mean? Six foot one, dark chocolate. Just, you know, he pretends like he's quiet and nothing's, you know, he's not about no devilry. 
what do you see when he gets you alone? The fuck? <laughs> That's when it comes out. That's when it comes out. The, the, the magical, mystical tongue. And then <laughs> there's a surprise waiting for you. Like, you know, it's one of those things where you don't see it coming. Because when you're looking at him and you're trying to, like, gauge it, you don't really see what's happening. But he is definitely a grower the growing kind of cocky those ones are great because you know what they have potential to grow even more depending on how aroused they are so you can get them like hard you know and then like when they're inside of you and they're bucking that one spot and you clench up your pussy around them and then they get harder and they grow a little bit more and you feel that surge of blood Hmm. that's that's when the hook becomes most dangerous because then it becomes like a curved battering ram it's it's fucking up everything it's hitting every wall every crevice every crease it's knocking and rubbing and pressing and brazing your spot <laughs> that's how you do it though right <laughs> you're not gonna answer me <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen let me tell you i haven't even experienced the cocky yet so i'm just talking it's all conjecture and then the phone rings <laughs> when you are high this is a pu public service announcement sorry let's try that in english a public service announce announcement fuck when you're high, don't engage around people who you're sexually attracted to that you know you have no business being sexually attracted to. Don't try to convince yourself <laughs> that you can be around that person alone and keep your senses about you. Because <laughs> something's going to happen. <laughs> and next thing you know, Laying on the bed beside them went from being innocent laying down to your pussy in his mouth. Yeah. Don't go around people you have no business being around. Especially when you're on the top tier of high. Like, I'm so high I couldn't walk by myself. I had to give my phone to someone. To him. To him for him to carry and he still had to help me <laughs> oh my goodness so this type of high this is the top tier high you're fucked up but you can still you know have a decent conversation but yeah what are you looking at <laughs> i'm talking to him what are you looking at <laughs> Oh my goodness. Yeah, this is going to be a trip of highs. So today I got eight spliffs rolled for me. And I said they're about like the length of my middle finger. And then there's still enough weed to roll maybe another three, let's say. Okay? So eight and three is 11 that I paid $500 for, which works out to like what? Six, seven dollars? Seven dollars? Something like that. Six, seven bucks, let's say. Less, definitely less than ten dollars. Yeah. Weed here is just... 
awesome, 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 awesome. <laughs> I want to kiss you. Thinking, thinking, thinking. It's evening now. One of the things in Jamaica, past a certain hour, we don't say good evening, we say good night. And I know, like, when we go to foreign, we go to Canada, we go to America, when you say good night to people, they think that you're telling them, like, you're going to your bed. It's because they don't have no fucking manners. <laughs> no. <laughs> but on the real, though, I think because we have the British education system. We've got good morning, good afternoon, good evening, which ends around maybe six, and then seven onwards is good night. This is one of the few places that I've ever been where you can actually walk past people at night and say good night, and the person will respond in kind without feeling like you want to try to do them something. But sitting outside, thinking, thinking. So. Even though I'm here, you're supposed to quarantine for 14 days. And, you know, that's okay and everything like that. But coupled with the 14-day quarantine, there's also curfew. So you're theoretically not supposed to go out past 9 o'clock or go do anything past 9 o'clock. But, you know, you know, (laughs) there are ways around that. There are ways that people get around that, especially, like, if you're in country, right? Like, in Kingston, Portmore, Greater Portmore, you know, you have to more so take your chances and be really careful because, you know, those areas are um, policed or patrolled more. But when you're in country where you've got these long roads where you have to drive for a good 10 minutes just to get to civilization or get to the next town, nobody's coming up there to check who is out after 9 p.m. Um, yeah. <laughs> so out in country is nice, you know. You kind of just ease out, do your thing. It's only seven o'clock and it is dark, dark. The only thing about here getting dark so early is it's not as depressing because it's not cold. So you can still sit outside, you can take breeze, you can burn a swift outside without having to put a jacket on, without having to put a coat on, without having to rush to go back inside because you're chilly. It's a nice feeling. But... Um, yeah, this has been uh, my TED Talk. (laughs) My high thoughts, the things that I contemplate, the random things like the jello. Why do they call it jello? Because the gel stands for gel, gelatin. And gelatin is what jello is made out of. Cool. I didn't think about that until today. Have other stuff to ponder. Anyhow. This has been the Pum Pum Chronicles podcast. Of course, I am your host, AJ Badass Jones. You can find me streaming on all platforms where podcasts can be found. You can also follow my YouTube channel of the same name, the Pum Pum Chronicles pod. If you want to get in contact with me, you can either follow me on my social media at the Pum Pum Chronicles at, uh, sorry, on Twitter and on Instagram or my personal page, um, badass underscore Jones underscore on Instagram. Uh, if you want to shoot me an email, you can do so at 
thepumpumchronicles at gmail.com. And of course, the call in line for business purposes own the 320-270-1086. Y'all stay jiggy. Stay safe. Keep your eyes open. I still feel like a war is coming, but you know, y'all just take care of yourselves and protect yourselves. We'll see you next week.